Okay, so today we're going to be talking about the one thing that will supercharge your spiritual practice, which is the power of denial. Now, usually when I talk about denial, we talk about the concept of avoiding what's right in front of us, but that's not what I'm going to talk about today. (laughs) There's an alternative use for denial, one that actually helps us step into who and what we really are. This is a tool that I've been personally using for the past few months, and what I love about it is denial keeps me centered. Whenever life feels a little off or if my inner critic has something to say, denial keeps my eyes on the prize, and I'll talk about why that is later on in the episode. This episode is for you if you're trying to manifest something if you're doing shadow work or you're interested in exploring the things that hold you back. This episode is also for you if you're interested in reclaiming your power and strengthening your connection to your higher self. Mm, All good shit to me. If that sounds like it's good to you, let's get into it. So denial erases dissolves and releases. That's a quote from Sharon Connors. Now, I want you to imagine a clog in your drain. What's the first solution that comes to mind? You can pour down Drano. Yeah, sometimes that works. But sometimes the only way to fix the problem is to remove the blockage. For me, my hair is long. (sighs) All these hairs that be in this drain, the only way to get it out the drain, Drano doesn't work for me. I gotta pull it out. So similarly, when our minds are clogged with limiting beliefs, chaotic emotions, dumping affirmations on top of them is like pouring Drano down a pipe and hoping it dissolves the muck. Yeah, sometimes that works, but sometimes the only way to clear it up is to snake those pipes. Our beliefs are those tiny little hairs that slip down the drain that go unnoticed. Now, for the majority of our beliefs, these three things are true. They're given to us by other people. We unconsciously act them out. And the majority of the time, we don't even know we have them. Side note, I released a few episodes about beliefs in the past, so I will leave those in the show notes for you. But this is where denial comes into play. Denial serves as a barrier between you and the things that clog the drain of your life. So essentially, denial is protection from yourself. The truth of the matter is, we determine our experience moment by moment. And we decide what is possible and what's not. But if we're determining our experiences based on limiting beliefs that we may not even know we have, we'll be living limited lives. So in today's episode, as I'm talking about denial, what I'm really talking about is disidentification. Denial releases the energy that gets locked up when we hold on to unproductive identities. One of my favorite things about this tool is that it helps us choose conscious release, which opens us up to the truth of who we are and who we can be. So think of denial as spiritual X-lax, right? Here to detox the mental and emotional waste that has accumulated on our journey. 
again, and this is important to note, this is not blatantly ignoring our problems and issues and speaking them away, right? We're not trying to convince ourselves that something isn't happening. This type of disidentification that I'm talking about empowers us to live in soul consciousness. Soul consciousness is a state of being. There's three parts to spiritual denial. There's comprehending, acknowledgement, and release. So we comprehend the things that hold us back. We acknowledge that we're ready for more. And we release ourselves from the handcuffs. When you practice spiritual denial, you're denying the importance and power of false conditioning. You're denying the temptation to get swept up by fear. So this practice is something that you would do after you've done shadow work, after you've done some self-reflection and discovered exactly what parts of you are no longer serving you. Essentially, this practice of denial is helping you get ready for the next level because spiritual denial corrects your consciousness, right? It brings awareness of your divine identity. So every time you exercise denial, you're strengthening your spiritual muscles. Sorry. (laughs) Um, I've spent all this time talking about denial, right? But what exactly are we denying? Okay, get out that pen and paper if you're ready to take them notes. Um, We are denying the permanence of feelings, people, or situations. Nothing lasts forever, but humans tend to forget this. We get into relationships and get upset when they don't last because movies tells us that love lives happily ever after. We lose jobs or friends or opportunities for whatever reason and agonize over it for weeks and months. How much time do we waste and misery do we bring on ourselves by trying to fight the nature of life? Life isn't about forever. The temporary nature of things helps us appreciate them more. The sooner we deny the belief that holding on to something brings meaning to it, the sooner we can free ourselves to appreciate the tiny moments we do have with our feelings, our people, and our situations. Okay, so what else? (laughs) We're denying identification with conditions, which are temporary and conditioning, which is mostly flawed. As the divine being that you are, your soul cannot be accurately defined by something so perishable. When you heavily identify with your current circumstances, which are guaranteed to change, you're literally diminishing the power of your soul. You are disempowering yourself because you're forgetting that you have the ability to transcend any situation. The ego loves to try to control conditions, but the ego doesn't know what the hell it's doing or what's happening half the time. That's why we deny conditions and conditioning, because that's the realm of ego. Soul consciousness cannot reside there. I want to give an example of identifying with condition and conditioning. So a few months ago, there was a story that came out about some rich kid. And he was was causing a scene on the plane because he was cut off from being served more drinks. 
and he started screaming out how his parents were millionaires and they would be sorry blah 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 i think he actually like assaulted the flight attendant i'm not sure but basically what he was saying here is how dare you do this to me because i'm better than you which was his conditioning right because i'm rich which was the condition so that is someone who is identified with conditions and faulty conditioning rich is a circumstance so as soon as that circumstance changes you're no longer rich so what does that do for the ego you see the the flaws of identifying with a condition so all of these temporary conditions like worry disappointment material possessions your health whatever condition you find yourself in your worth your divinity never changes so deny temporary conditions and the conditioning that makes them appear real. All right, this is the perfect segue for the next denial that we're going to discuss because it is similar. We're also denying our negative interpretations of circumstances. Again, our circumstances or conditions are temporary. The thing about labels, especially negative ones, is they tend to stick. So placing a sticky label on a temporary situation will have you thinking that your whole life is miserable. And I'm going to refer you back to my episode titled No More Bad Days because that gets a little deeper into that. So find that in the show notes. But anyway, choosing to view the events of your life in a negative light kills your spirit. And if these interpretations are not corrected, they can potentially lead to feelings of guilt and shame and those are not places that you want to be in for very long. The place you're at right now in your life is neither good or bad. It just is. Life wants you to stay open to the lessons in front of you. And finally, before we move on to the next segment, the last denial that we're going to talk about is the denial of our doubts, fears, and critics, both your inner and your outer critics. The more you listen to these parts of you, the less of a chance your higher self has to exist. You came here for a reason. Your soul signed a contract to accomplish something on earth. So the way I see it, who am I not to give my higher self a chance to exist? Who am I not to fulfill the reason God sent me here in the first place? You feel me? A couple weeks ago, I was writing a channeled message and it said... Um, I am the only opportunity for my higher self to exist in the 3D world. Your higher self becomes real through you. Otherwise, your higher self is just a thought in your mind. That is why denying your fears and your doubts is so important because if you spend too much time entertaining those things, your higher self does not have the chance to come through. You cannot be scared and expanded at the same time. You cannot inhale and exhale at the same time. It's either or. So much in the same sense. It's either you pay more attention to the things that scare you or you pay more attention to the things that excite you. And life will respond accordingly. And similar to critics and insecurities... Our belief in lack and limitation. We need to deny this one. This is a big one. Thinking that you have a deadline. Thinking that you um, will fail, right? Thinking that you don't have enough or that you'll never get it right. 
All of that is spiritual bullshit that is clogging up the road for you. Every time I entertain those limitations, I lose my opportunity to learn and love and share. So when you deny those things, you start to live in clarity of your identity. All right, so what does the spiritual practice look like in the real world? So here are some of my favorite denial statements. Um, I have seven of them. (laughs) Okay, so you've heard this one before. This too shall pass. I am bigger than this. This only means as much as I make it mean. I refuse to shrink down to temporary things. I am not available for fill in the blank. That's my favorite one. I am not available. (laughs) I choose to invest my energy in fill in the blank. And finally, the last one. Right now, I choose peace. Oh, that's a good one too. Like, that's a denial. Even though it doesn't outright deny something, the very fact that you're choosing peace. Oh, yeah, I love that one. Anyway, these are the phrases that I like to repeat to myself when I feel myself getting caught up or when things are feeling off balance. And in addition to statements, there's so many rituals that would work well for this practice. Um, I'll share two of my favorites. Um, one of them is candle magic. I like to drip the top of the candle in oils and sprinkle some cinnamon to represent cleansing. And the symbolism here is the flame represents your spirit. And as the wax burns down, that represents the release of the things that you're denying and their weight over you as the solid turns to liquid and then that liquid evaporates. Um, I also enjoy burning ceremonies where I write down all the things that I wish to release and all the things that have been bothering me. I get it out and I burn it. The reason why I love this practice so much is because usually after I get it all out, then I've created the space for the solution to come through. And it usually comes through just like that. And that's the thing with this whole denial practice. The flush of denial signifies both an ending and a beginning. You're eliminating the energy that's in the way so you can reach an excited, energetic state. The one that I covered in that three-part series, um, that How to Shift Reality Masterclass from last month. Yeah. Now, as much as those two practices work for me, I find the best integration in moment-to-moment practice. So challenging yourself to notice and deny things in real time, that's the real game changer, y'all. That's how you can implement your learnings and elevate faster. What helps me notice and deny in real time is being in tune with my body. My body will let me know if there's something I need to reject. It will either tense up or it will sway back. But maybe for your body, it's different. Maybe your stomach drops. Maybe your legs tighten. But notice the signals from your body because it gives you the opportunity to assess the current moment and choose how you want to go forward. Choose if you want to deny it or not. And just as biological elimination isn't a one-time thing, spiritual X-lax isn't either. We consume massive amounts of information that produce byproducts like erroneous ideas, 
misconceptions, assumptions, untruths. So a regular practice of reflecting on your experiences and feelings and denying false perceptions and identities, all of that prepares you for spiritual elevation. So I'm going to leave the episode link for Leave the Drama for Your Mama in the show notes because that episode is related to this one in the sense that it shares ways how you can peacefully walk away from disruption. Denial and peace go hand in hand. Anywho, that is my take on spiritual denial. I feel like this practice is a great daily or weekly ritual just to check in with yourself. And I also feel like it's a great complement to an affirmation practice as well. You know, give it a little nice little boost. Um, And I also think that it would help a gratitude practice. So, you know, take what you need, leave the rest, incorporate how you need to. Thank you so much for listening. And if you enjoy this episode, go ahead and share the link to one of your friends. I would be very thankful, very grateful. Um, Your support and your sharing is what helps me grow and it helps other people elevate their life as well. So I love you so much and talk to you soon.